The South Carolina Gamecocks are getting ready to host 13 more official visitors for the 2023 recruiting cycle this weekend. Who are they hosting, and where do they stand with each prospect? We'll be talking about that today on the Locked On Gamecocks podcast. Our Locked On Gamecocks, your daily podcast on the South Carolina Gamecocks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Gamecock Nation, and welcome back to the Locked On Gamecocks podcast, your show for daily Gamecock headlines and potential storylines on your favorite South Carolina sports teams. I am your host, as always, Andrew Lyon, and we're going to turn back to recruiting today. Obviously, the South Carolina Gamecocks had a very successful first big weekend of official visits earlier this month. And they're getting ready for round two this upcoming weekend. So for today's show, I'm going to discuss each of the 13 individual prospects who are going to be coming to Columbia this weekend. I'm going to talk about some guys that South Carolina right now leads for or is perceived to be the leader for. I'm going to talk about some guys where it's a little bit more of a highly contested recruiting battle with a couple other teams, a couple guys where admittedly I don't even know where the Gamecocks currently stand right now, and a couple guys who seem like they'll be long shots at the end of the day. But going over all of that on today's show, but before I do so, as always, thank you for making the Locked On Gamecocks podcast your daily choice for South Carolina Gamecocks sports coverage. All right, so... To start off with the prospects who are coming into town this weekend, I'm going to talk about a couple of commitments that South Carolina has coming into town, starting off with three-star safety, Zabari Sandy, where, quite frankly, nothing has changed with Zabari Sandy at this point. He is still committed to the Gamecocks, and based on his activity on his Twitter account, I don't see this one changing anytime soon. And you can tell sort of by this tweet right here, tweeting about Jalen Kilgore's commitment from a recent week, saying we're not done yet, and then somebody tweeting at him, you need to get at Decaphobia next. At Decaphobia being four-star linebacker Grayson Howard, who I'll be talking about later on in today's show. And another commitment that is going to be coming into town this weekend is four-star offensive line commitment Trevon Baugh. Same sort of deal as Zavari Sandy. I do not see Trevon Baugh going anywhere else or potentially showing any attention to other programs at this time. I think he is 100% fully committed. And like Zavari Sandy, he is also putting on his recruiting cap as he has been tweeting at a couple of guys, maybe not as much as Zavari Sandy has, but right here he's tweeting at Oluwatasen Babalade who's a four-star offensive line prospect out of Maryland, kind of asking him, hey, you know the move. Are you going to make it and come on down here to Columbia, South Carolina? So both of these guys, I think, are definitely going to be a big help for this coaching staff by being ambassadors for the program this weekend. Now, moving on to the guys who we are currently leading for that are not committed to South Carolina at this point in time. I'm going to start off with four-star interior offensive lineman Marquis Anderson out of Dorman High School in Roebuck, South Carolina. Now, Anderson has been a long-time lean to the Gamecocks, and as you can tell by On3's recruiting prediction machine, 
South Carolina right now has an 82.6% chance to land him, according to the recruiting experts on their site. He has visited South Carolina five times unofficially, which is two more than both Clemson and North Carolina, whom he has visited three times unofficially for each school. This will be his fourth official visit in the process, meaning that Anderson has one more official visit slot that he could decide to use this coming fall as a month-long recruiting dead period will be starting up this next week, which is why this upcoming weekend is very important for a lot of these prospects that South Carolina is going after. Anderson is also an important visitor as the Gamecocks need to get more offensive linemen in this class to offset the seniors who will be leaving or potentially leaving after this season. Guys like center Eric Douglas, who will be exhausting his eligibility no matter what. Guard Javon Gwen, who could come back using his COVID year, but also could leave. Guard and tackle Jalen Nichols, who I believe is a senior now. Center Hank Manos, who is also a senior. And offensive tackle Dylan Wonham, who was also a senior. So South Carolina needs to say they've got to get guys in this class one way or another. He could commit, in my opinion, if the visit goes really well. But I do feel like that Marquis Anderson could also take a little bit more time into the month of July just to sit down with his family, go over all the schools that he has had interest in at this point, and make sure that this is the right decision that he wants to make for himself. All right, the next player who South Carolina leads for that is going to be visiting this weekend is wide receiver C.J. Adams. Now, Adams is rated a three-star out of Georgia, the 777th best prospect in the country, and I believe the 74th best prospect out of Georgia, according to On3's consensus player rankings. And as you can tell, South Carolina is perceived to have a very big lead here as well. He is someone who has kind of flown under the radar in this recruiting cycle, but is also someone the game caught coaches like a lot, especially as a guy who kind of like four-star athlete commit Kelton Henderson, who officially visited the Gamecocks earlier this month, could make things happen when he has the ball in his hands. Adams' other noticeable offers are from Kentucky, Virginia Tech, Cincinnati, Purdue, Louisville, Virginia, UAB, Georgia State, and some other group of five offers as well. This will be his second visit to South Carolina as he went on an unofficial visit for the Garden Black Spring game back in April. Adams would be someone where if the visit went really well, I wouldn't be surprised if he went ahead and committed after this weekend. The next player that I'm going to talk about is interior offensive lineman DJ Geth, who is a teammate of four-star target Marquis Anderson over at Dorman High School in Roebuck, South Carolina. Now, he's a guy that was offered by the Gamecocks back on May 16th after a good performance in a spring practice, which was watched by offensive line coach Greg Atkins. DJ being an in-state kid, he seems to really value the offer from South Carolina and is open to the idea of playing together with Marquis Anderson. Now, as you can see, the Tar Heels are pushing here, and they did get an official visit two weekends ago from DJ Geff, who visited along with his teammate Marquis Anderson. Despite that, I would still say, however, that Geth is South Carolina's to lose, and like Adams, I would not be surprised to see him potentially commit to the Gamecocks after this weekend. Now, coming up in just a few moments, I'm going to talk about a couple more prospects that South Carolina seems to lead for at this time. But before I start talking about those guys, I have a message to tell y'all from our friends over at Bet Online. 
BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports information. Well, you'll find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including the NHL Stanley Cup Finals, where as of this recording, the Avalanche lead the Lightning 2-1 to right now. You've also got regular season Major League Baseball games. The Cleveland Guardians are another team that are red hot in Major League Baseball right now, having gone 16-4 and in their last 20 games and now leading the AL Central Division. Also, as of this recording. And of course, you also get all the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC all the way to boxing. Bet Online acts as a continuous source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and much, much more. So head on over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right. So the next player that I'm going to talk about here for this official visit weekend the Gamecocks are about to host is four-star linebacker Jaden Robinson. Now, Robinson is admittedly the first prospect on this list where the competition becomes noticeably a little bit more fierce for the Gamecocks. Now, Robinson, like some of the other guys I've already mentioned, has long been considered a lean to the Gamecocks, but he's had two recent official visits one to Maryland and one to Kentucky that seemed to have caught his attention a little bit, especially the one to Maryland. Now, Jaheim Bell, star wide back for the Gamecocks, is somebody who has reacted to some of his tweets about these official visits saying, come on, man, you already know what the move is. As you can tell, posting a laughing emoji to his reaction to his Maryland official visit and then posting another laughing emoji to his reaction to his official visit at Kentucky and then another reaction to him tweeting about his South Carolina official visit upcoming. So this will be Robinson's fourth visit overall this weekend compared to the two that Maryland has. But I don't think that he'll commit immediately and that this visit could be more of a chance for South Carolina to just solidify their position, kind of like with Marquis Anderson, who I mentioned earlier. Now, another prospect who the South Carolina Gamecocks, I believe, lead for at this time is four-star linebacker Grayson Howard out of Florida. Now, Howard is another guy where the Gamecock coaching staff have had a long-lasting relationship, this one dating back to one year ago where he took his first unofficial visit in June. Now, this is mainly a South Carolina-Florida battle, as you can see by On3's recruiting prediction machine. And Florida has gotten three of the last five visits, including an official visit on June 3rd. But according to an article that was written by Wes Mitchell back on May 22nd, when Howard checked his phone last fall when the season was starting, the South Carolina Gamecocks were the team that stood out the most to him, saying, quote, the first person when I checked my phone on September 1st was definitely South Carolina. It's all love. It's like a family. I talked to Coach Shane Beamer on the regular. Graduate assistants, everyone. So while the Gators keep pushing here, and even Georgia got an official visit two weekends ago, I don't see either of these teams surpassing the Gamecocks at this moment. Unless this recruitment goes on through the fall season and Howard takes more time. This could be another battle where... South Carolina, if they have a good enough visit with Howard, could cement themselves as the surefire leader in the clubhouse with this recruiting battle. Now, the next player I'm going to talk about is four-star defensive lineman TJ Searcy. And this is a recruitment that sort of falls into the unknown for me, admittedly. 
While on three's recruiting prediction machine has the Gamecocks as the proceed favorite right now for Cersei, he hasn't visited South Carolina since the spring game and has taken three official visits the last three weeks, one to Clemson, one to Florida, and another one to Tennessee, which was last weekend. And from what I can tell from the articles put out by On3, the Florida and Tennessee visits seem to go really well in regards to Cersei. So he's been really quiet on social media during the recruiting process as well, which has made it very difficult to get a completely valid read on where things stand with all the schools involved in Cersei's recruitment. Now, I still think South Carolina fans should be cautiously optimistic here with TJ's recruitment, but in my opinion, we're not really going to know where all these teams stand with him officially until he maybe gets close to announcing his commitment at the end of his recruiting process. Now, another prospect who was officially visiting the Gamecocks this weekend that I don't really have a solid read on in regards to who his leader is, is three-star athlete Vakari Swan out of Georgia. Now, Swan is in a similar situation akin to C.J. Adams, whom I mentioned earlier in the episode, in the sense that he hasn't been discussed much compared to some of these other visitors for this weekend. Swan hasn't had too many visits in the process, with only five total visits being listed on record at this point. And the only other time he visited South Carolina was January 15th of this year. Now, he has taken an official visit to the Vanderbilt Commodores and also the Maryland Terrapins earlier this month. And he also does have offers from both those schools, Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech, and Georgia State. But to bottom line this recruitment, I would say that Swan is somebody that they wouldn't pass up on, but seeing him being listed as probably a future DB by on three, I don't think South Carolina is pushing super hard here in this recruitment, especially when you consider all especially when you consider all of the other DBs that they've already gotten to commit at this point. Guys like Jalon Kilgore, Zavari Sandy, Cameron Upshaw, Judge Collier. And so I don't really think that they're going to push again very hard for Swan unless they really want to add him to this class. And again, I just really don't know where either side stands in that regard right now. So hopefully be able to find out a little bit more after this upcoming weekend. Now coming up in just a few moments, I'm going to talk about a couple prospects who right now South Carolina is perceived as needing to make up some ground in some of these recruiting battles and a couple prospects that South Carolina admittedly are probably going to end up being long shots for. Before I do that, I have a word from our friends over at Rock Auto. Now, with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning, like is your Odyssey an LX or an EX, and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? If you own a Honda Odyssey, a fuel pump is $353 from a chain store, but it's only $216 when you buy from Rock Auto. Not to mention, Rock Auto is a family-owned business that's been serving do-it-yourselfers 
for over 20 years. So what are you waiting for? Because it's time to go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in all caps in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Okay, now let's talk about a couple guys that South Carolina is behind a couple of other teams for and need to use this weekend as an opportunity to make up some ground in these recruiting battles. Starting off with four-star edge defender Chandavian Bradley out of Missouri. Now, Bradley has had an interesting recruitment, needless to say, up to this point. As at the beginning of the recruiting process, he had taken multiple visits to Kansas State and Iowa State. And now recently, he's starting to take multiple visits to more SEC schools like Texas A&M and South Carolina as of this upcoming weekend. Bradley has also visited Tennessee unofficially on May 28th. And the visit went so well that they have been the perceived favorite according to On3's recruiting prediction machine over the last several weeks. The Aggies, however, are pushing hard here as well, having gotten Bradley on an official visit last weekend. Now, in regards to South Carolina's chances, they managed to get Bradley on an unofficial visit earlier this month. And the visit went so well that it turned into a multi-day visit. And according to Gamecock Scoop, just one week ago from today, Bradley decided that he was going to schedule an official visit to South Carolina for this upcoming weekend. Now, considering how all of this has gone down, while I wouldn't say South Carolina leaves for Bradley, I think that they are more in this game than on three's recruiting prediction machine indicates. And they could make this a tight three-team race heading into July. Now, the next prospect that South Carolina has some ground to make up for is four-star Aiden Williams out of Mississippi. Now, Aiden Williams named the Gamecocks in his top six back on April 20th, with the main reason being that he has ties to current Gamecock wide receiver Corey Rucker from their seven-on-seven tournament days back in high school and has heard high remarks about the program from Rucker. Now, there's some good news and bad news here with Aiden Williams. The bad news is that Williams is considered to be a moderate lean to the home state Ole Miss Rebels right now, and he's visited there unofficially five times in the recruiting process, and no other school has gotten more than one visit. But the good news for South Carolina is that because Williams hasn't had the chance to visit them yet until this upcoming weekend, that means that there could be a little bit of a shock and surprise factor here that is heavily involved and you can also be sure that wide receivers coach Justin Stepp head coach Shane Beamer and company will be paying Williams a lot of attention and rolling out the red carpet for them this weekend if there's one thing that I would say South Carolina's receiver room desperately could use in this recruiting class it is a guy that has a big frame and someone who could help out the Gamecocks in the red zone. The Gamecocks really don't have any big primary contributors on their roster right now. With the loss of EJ Jenkins to the transfer portal, who eventually went to Georgia Tech, that 
they can just pretty much chuck the ball up on some fade routes in the corner of an end zone and expect them to be able to come down with it. They just don't have a single guy like that right now. Aiden Williams at his size, and if you look back at the on three profile, he is listed at six foot two. CJ Adams is six foot three. These guys can go up and get the ball in the air. So this is one where South Carolina, again, they really need to prioritize this recruiting battle, and they need to work really hard to ensure that this is as good of a weekend as it could be for Aiden Williams. And again, I see the potential for the Gamecocks making up a lot of ground here, considering that this is his first visit to the Gamecocks in this recruiting process. Okay, now the last two prospects that I'm going to go over for today's show are prospects at Manili that I would consider to be long shots for the Gamecocks heading into this weekend. Starting off with four-star running back, Trayon Webb out of Florida. Now, Trayon Webb is a prospect that the Gamecocks were actually leading for at one point back in the winter. And the visits back then went so well for Trayon Webb, who visited the Gamecocks, I believe, up to four times between January and April, that it seemed like the Gamecocks would actually potentially have a chance to get his commitment before the summertime. But... As time has worn on, it seems that things have fallen off between both sides. The home state Florida Gators for the last couple of months have seemingly made a really big push and for a while have seemed like they were primed to get the all-purpose back out of Jacksonville, Florida, as he visited the Gators four times since early March. But as of today, apparently the Penn State and the Lions have all of a sudden seemingly made this a neck-and-neck battle between Florida and themselves. As on three's recruiting prediction machine, as I showed y'all earlier, now lists the Lions as having a 50.3% chance to land him. And based on the recent talk of four-star running back Dontavius Braswell from the state of Georgia, whom South Carolina is battling Nebraska for at this time, and I feel cautiously optimistic about that recruiting battle, just as a side note, I think that that somewhat confirms the idea or notion that the Gamecocks don't feel as confident about this particular recruitment compared to how they felt about it maybe a few months ago. So, again... I don't think that there's really a whole lot of chance for Trayon Webb to end up a Gamecock at this point. This one is looking like a Florida and Penn State recruiting battle. And the last prospect that will be visiting South Carolina this weekend, whom I also consider to be a long shot, is four-star athlete Ahmad Brown out of Georgia. Now, as you can see here, Ahmad Brown is unique to all these other guys who aren't committed to South Carolina in the sense that he is actually committed to another school. He committed to the Ole Miss Rebels just four days ago, as they were apparently his dream school growing up. And this was despite the fact that Clemson had jumped out to a big lead over everyone else for the last several weeks. Now, Ahmad Brown hasn't visited the Gamecocks at all going into this weekend, and he committed to Ole Miss after officially visiting them last weekend. So the fact that he's visiting South Carolina could still mean that he hasn't 100% shut things down with his recruitment. But I have to admit, based on what I just told y'all earlier about Ole Miss being his dream school, I put a lot of weight into comments like that, especially from somebody who is 16, 17, 18 years old. That kind of stuff matters to these kids a lot. So 
This is sort of kind of the same deal, in my opinion, with four-star defensive lineman Kelby Collins, who officially visited the Gamecocks two weekends ago for their first round of official visits, in the sense that he could also just be visiting here out of respect for the coaches and the time and effort they have put into recruiting him. And admittedly, I lean more towards that notion in this case. Could I be surprised and maybe Ahmad Brown ends up deciding that maybe he needs to take a little more time? Sure. But Ole Miss being his dream school and them offering and getting an official visit from him and the timing of everything, I just don't see this recruitment really going anywhere else at this point. But with that being said, y'all, that is going to do it for today's show of the Locked On Gamecocks podcast. Hope y'all thoroughly enjoyed the breakdown of each of these individual prospects. Who do y'all think that we lead for at this time? Are there any particular recruits that we are going after that y'all would maybe like to see a commitment from after this weekend? Is there any of these breakdowns that maybe you think that I'm wrong on? Maybe it's actually the complete opposite of what I said. I want to hear your thoughts down below in the comment section on the YouTube page and also on Twitter as well. And you can see the Twitter at at the bottom of your screen if you are watching this on YouTube. If you can't, Remember, it's at a line underscore SC at capital A, capital L, Y-O-N underscore capital S, capital C. But thank you all once again for listening to today's show. Hope you all have a great rest of your Thursday. And I'll catch you all on the next show of the Locked On Game Talks podcast.